0: The following show will contain spoilers, but trust us, you'll want to hear about it anyway. You little turds are gonna to have to learn you can't run from the ice cream man. Welcome to subversive cinema. These films risk causing
1: harm. They should be burned! I'd like to do any of these two guys at the same time. What? Hell yeah. I don't owe you any book. No more books.
0: Hello! Welcome back to the show, everybody. Your host here, Art, to be your Wrangler of the Weird, Purveyor of the Peculiar, and Sherpa to the Strange. And this movie is a gem, and it is also very close to my heart because I grew up with it. So I really cannot wait to hear what sort of shit my reoccurring guest Dan has to say when we talk about 1986's Seven old masterpiece howard the duck that's right folks we're talking about the very first movie in the marvel cinematic universe there you go and that is awesome so dan how are you i'm doing well how are you doing i'm good thanks for coming back especially after uh our garbage pail kids <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh you know after we recorded that episode, I completely stopped thinking about Garbage Pill Kids. It was the furthest thing from my mind. It, it like deleted. And then you sent me that clip via text <laughs> of them singing that song that we talked about. That's right. And we can't
0: do down. anything by working with each
1: other. <laughs> and I was, and then I was pulled back in and I was like, and I was like, what the hell was that? What is it? And I, I, my mind spiraled again. It went down the whole like, what's trying to uh anyways i'm sorry you're
0: welcome sir you're very welcome
1: <laughs> yeah anyways
0: howard the duck so you've heard of this movie right oh absolutely but you have never seen it until now yep and are you glad that i made you watch it oh yeah
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, oh. I'm so happy to finally get to see this movie oh yes it yeah. it's
0: it's it's something that every child or grown-up should, should experience at some yeah. point. So for the uninitiated and those who are familiar but just want a refresher, Howard the Duck is a story about a duck, a girl, interdimensional demons, and flirting with bestiality. It is one of the most uh, strange-toned movies. It's not as strange as Garbage Pail Kids, but you know it's based off of Marvel property, And it has this weird, you know, fish out of water, obviously, or duck out of planet sort of scenario, (laughs) Howard landed on Earth. So it's like the weird befriending, the offbeat thing. He friends this rock star. And then you also have this intergalactic demon thing. There's slapstick comedy. There's just weird humor. But then there's like high stakes. And then you also start with this God voice, which sets up the movie in a way that is not the movie. The Cosmos. Countless worlds upon worlds, worlds without end. In these galaxies, every possible reality exists. And what is reality on any one world is mere fantasy on all others. Here, all is real, and all is illusion. What is, what was, and what will be start here with the words, in the beginning, there was Howard the Duck. It's so. In the it's, beginning, there was Howard
1: the Duck. Yeah, it's so funny you played that because now I'm I'm thinking back to that opening opening monologue and I'm like, wait, what was that about? Like the what? only thing
0: I could guess is they're just trying to explain in a not very successful way. This multiverse or multi world theory I guess that even though he's in our galaxy or something yeah he comes from an alternate reality I guess I don't know but the thing is with movies like this you you can't just go in there and start assuming and thinking about this
1: shit <laughs> I, I I got about halfway through the movie because most of my notes were trying to take I don't know my I have I, my, my notes are everywhere actually but <laughs> Ooh, but that's gonna um, be fun. <laughs> yeah but in that in the context of of that opening monologue you you think that it's a that howard arrives on earth from an like an alternate dimension but then in the movie they kind of contradict that by saying he's from another planet a lot and so i got a little confused about that but it's beside the point that's i'm
0: guessing they hadn't heard any of the multiverse or you know theories or i don't know how it was i mean this this uh This movie, let's 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 let me break it down real cute, quick here. So we uh, <clears throat> we have this film. It tells the story of Howard the Duck. As I said, he is sucked from his home planet of whatever the hell. I don't know if we ever really hear it, and if we did, I forgot it. And he's brought to Earth, dumped in Cleveland, Ohio, of all places, where he then befriends this musician, rough around the edges girl, but with a heart of gold, played by Leah Thompson, and that she's a Beverly Switzler. That's a fun name. Switzler. I'm trying to think if they ever ever, even use that name. I just remember Bev and Beverly. So he meets Beverly and she takes him under her wing. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, see what oh, I did nice. there. Uh, and in and, and an attempt to try to help him, she brings him over to meet her friend who has been posing as a scientist, but he's actually just a lab assistant named Phil, played with exuberant strangeness by Tim Robbins. Like this is the weirdest I've ever seen Tim Robbins ever. Uh, and, of course, along the way, they uh, meet this Dr. Walter Jennings, played by the uh, um, incredibly talented but also problematic Jeffrey Jones. And then, uh, yeah, he just tries to get him back. But in this uh, efforts, he opens another dimension. These uh, dark overlords come down, take him over, take over Walter Jennings' body. And then it's this race against time for... Will Howard save the world? Will he get home? What's gonna happen? And crazy shit happens, and a diner gets fucked up really bad, and um, lots of weird weird effects. It's it's interesting. This yeah. was produced by George Lucas, and his and all the effects were done by ILM uh, directed by this guy named Willard that. Yeah, his I didn't name. know how to Hayek. say his name. Yeah. Who, uh, oddly enough this was the fourth movie he directed and that also was his last movie but oh. he wrote some pretty big stuff. He wrote American Graffiti and mm-hmm. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, so you know he's part of um, Lucas's stable there. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and uh, this this is just fun times. It's just fun. I mean, I this is what I grew up with. I grew up with watching this movie, and I just have so so many memories. So again, I have to preface this entire thing as I did with Garbage Pail Kids. I'm going to be speaking from a very nostalgic, sentimental place. I'll still acknowledge it for its weird shit, but I just love it.
1: I have to say that when I was done watching it, I was, you know, through the years, I'd always read that this movie was received horribly. Um, It like, you know, got all these golden raspberry nominations and everything the year it came out and people critics just absolutely hated it and even supposedly audiences hated it it didn't do well at the box office um or at least not as well as the studio was hoping it would do with uh, lucas's name on it but i didn't think it was that bad i guess maybe because the bar was set so low the expectation was set so low and i was watching it and i was like the difference between this and any other movie I've watched for this podcast is that this is actually a studio picture and you can tell (laughs) it's actually a studio picture because it's, it's well-made. It's weird, not always consistent tonally, Mm -hmm. but, but a well-made movie and the performances are all great. They all are are very genuine performances. Uh, Leah Thompson, you had already mentioned Tony, Tony, um, uh, what's his name? uh Robbins. <clears throat> did you say tony robbins tim robbins tim robbins tim robbins uh, tony robbins is in it too right no uh, yeah right i think he steps into the third act and tells howard he yeah. can do it if he believes in himself <laughs> no but yeah T- tim robbins a ca- oscar winner isn't he i don't know i believe so um, um now i gotta look that up thanks uh, for that sorry yes he has won
0: one oscar <laughs> and uh, that was for Mystic River, best supporting yeah. role. Yeah.
1: But uh, anyway, so, and, uh, and, and you already mentioned, uh, who is Dr. Jennings? I recognize him from Ferris Bueller. I don't Jeffrey remember.
0: Jones.
1: Yes. Oh, my gosh. His performance was so good. The, yeah. biggest, the biggest criticism I had was how slow the fir- first act of this movie was and how, yep. how slow the buildup was into the conflict, the main conflict.
0: Yeah, it's it's a long movie. It's almost two hours. It's an hour and fifty minutes, and to get to the nuts and bolts of the whole thing, of hey, let's you know get Howard, and this whole situation home and everything, that doesn't happen till, geez, like right after the the quasi bestiality scene, yes, uh, which is forty some minutes into the movie. Uh, until then, they do this B plot the fun and games beat essentially, or that Mm -hmm. section, they do that early. So instead Mm -hmm. of that, you know, big incident
1: there, uh, yeah, it's just kind of weirdly paced, you know, definitely, definitely an oddly paced movie. Um, but there are so many like moments in it that were just, you know, you're, I know we're going to do this later, but the WTF moments. Oh my gosh. I cannot (laughs) wait till we talk about that.
0: (laughs) Yep. One thing I have to say, to you, when you're talking about the production, especially when you're coming off Garbage Pail Kids. Yes. The animatronics of Howard are fantastic. I know. And I the overall so. costume, fucking solid. Like there's emotion in his eyes and in his beak.
1: He has like eyebrow movements yeah, and stuff. Everything.
0: But you know, it's ILM. That's the difference it, exactly. between that and some bargain basement group of special effects <laughs> people who couldn't finish the the ugly garbage pail kids and i have to also give credit that even though the compositions are a little weird because especially if you see this in blu-ray it's very very apparent what was overlaid and what wasn't you know yeah but when the dark overlord comes i remember watching this as a kid on vhs that shit was terrifying oh and yeah it looked real <laughs> yeah uh, yeah now, when again you see it in blu-ray you can see there's different levels and layers there exactly. but still ilm was killing it so the effects yeah. are fantastic for the time yeah
1: i, I agree with you actually um, I noticed that too, with the creature at the end, like the, how you said the layering, but, but I had to think, you know, back when this was like being projected onto a screen from film, yeah. I'm sure it looked a lot better. Um, sure. Cause it's darker. There isn't, you know, just the level of HD just yeah.
0: shows everything off when, yeah. <laughs> when you're seeing it on film or you're seeing it on SD VHS, anything analog like that, then yeah, it's going to mask those those uh Mm -hmm. layers
1: but i i I also wanted to point or talk about the 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 duck the uh costume i guess the performers because there was like there was a ton of them let's see one two three four five six seven
0: seven howards inside the suit and one playing the voice
1: they did they all did a really good job for what it was for for the concept it was done well in my opinion and this is like 30 plus years on now since yeah. you know so it's like um yeah I, I even for to by today's standard i feel like eh, i don't know that nowadays he would have been cg completely cgi'd or whatever but
0: yeah but, or, i'm actually quite curious because i believe i mean we saw there's a there was a howard the duck cameo in what was it i think it was one of the guardians of the Galaxies. Mm-hmm. And that gave many fans, such as myself, hope that they will be leaning towards doing a Howard the Duck revival, especially as this is a cult classic movie, you know? Yeah. And yes, he would most definitely be fully CGI at this point. You know, probably have Andy Circus running around or something on his knee, <laughs> <to be> Howard, <laughs> and then just paint it over him or something. Yeah. So, yeah, so there you go. So let's get into it, man. This is a this is a memorable little piece. So let's talk about the characters. That's what we're here to talk about, the sauciness rating of these movies, and that's comprised of its characters, its story, and the WTF factor. So, let's figure out how saucy this movie is, and let's start with characters. So, who stood out to you and why?
1: I I really thought every character in this movie did a really good job, and I don't I'm not even saying that Man, I bet this. If people hear this, they probably think I have terrible taste in movies.
0: <laughs> well, are you kidding me? They come, they come to listen, and uh, they they know exactly what I watch. So,
1: <laughs> well, they all were really, like I said earlier, they gave it a hundred percent, and they yeah. did a really good job of performing the role that they had been given, and and made you believe it, even though everything was so silly. The performances were silly, like Leah Thompson's like romantic scene with the duck. She was like it was very genuine. I, I don't know what the actress was going through the actress's mind when she was shooting that scene, but she like <laughs> pulled it off. The but the, the character that I just loved watching the most was Dr. Jennings, like oh, his yeah. slow transformation into this like demon was so hilarious to me. <laughs> like I, I that one scene in the diner when he's kind of gone through the transformation yeah. and and Howard and Beverly. Like they they don't even ever acknowledge the fact that he's become a, this demon. Like he tells yeah. them, and he's like trying to tell them all about like this alternate dimension, this evil place that all these evil creatures are coming from, or whatever. And they just like are ordering food at a diner. They're not like, even paying attention to him. They like kind of brush him off. And then when they're carrying Howard away, she's like, she's like, why aren't you helping Howard? <laughs> you know, the the people in the diner get angry and they carry Howard to the kitchen. They try to kill him, I guess, which is kind of random. But well, you know, he's up... a
0: weirdo, and they want to—they <laughs> want to turn him into Peking Duck or something. They're right. I don't know. They're seasoning him with celery and salt and pepper. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but the—the diner—the diner thing. I just, yeah, it's this sort of exchange because you know, hey, we—they don't see what's happening in front of them.
1: Tonight, no. The laser beam made the nexus of Somnus. What is that? A suburb of Cleveland? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it lies beyond the planets. It is a
1: region of demons to which we Mm. dark overlords were exiled eons ago. I hope you're getting all this. Howard, what I'm getting is that this man is very, very sick. Just as you were brought down here accidentally
0: tonight, the laser beam released me from that region of demons and pulled me down into that lab.
1: Small universe. Just yeah. like he's just perfectly they... cool with it <laughs> <laughs> i love the it it's a, is that a My suburb favorite... of
0: cleveland
1: <laughs> i love that line i rewind it and re that whole scene actually the um part where uh the doctor possessed by the demon stands up from the table and he's like glowing blue or oh yeah fire, and the guy goes he must have he must have he must chili. have the chili <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was
1: like a laugh oh, out loud Oh, you mean like... here? <gasps>
0: he must eat the chili. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was so
0: good. And what's, what's good about it is he's like the cook. Yeah, <laughs> so he, was, he was like the cook. He's even know.
1: acknowledging how potent yeah. his chili is. <laughs> that The <laughs> diner, the diner, though, it was called Joe Roma's Cajun Sushi. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, and they have like sushi, like paper, like they, they plastered a paper on it to say sushi or something. Yeah, <laughs> Roma's Cajun sushi. Um, yeah,
0: and then everybody comes in in like the the gingham style, like apron yes! dresses, but they're wearing a, a Japanese flag yeah. headband.
1: Yeah, oh my like, god, it's like a traditional like American diner that was bought by some japanese guy i guess or something i, I was i'm gonna do a diffusion. <laughs> yeah yeah fusion it was definitely like i don't know i tried to it was a story there was a story there like a, a really funny bizarro moment um like an like an extra touch that wasn't necessary but it just gave it so much more character and it oh just yeah made it so much more bizarre yeah <laughs> Anyways, but but yeah, Dr. Jennings, his his slow transformation into this like demon, this like possessed person was just so funny to me. Like when he goes on the tour, when he says he needs more power, and so he he takes like a detour to that power plant.
0: Oh you know, yeah, the nuclear power
1: plant. The nuclear power plant. And and he like they're like in this, like he like bl- tries to blend in with this like um, congressman's tour of the power plant. And at one point he just walks by one of the tour guides and just like screams in his face and then like keeps walking for yeah. no reason. <laughs> that, that was, I don't know, Solid. the guy's reaction. He was like, man, these congressmen must get really stressed on these. Oh, you know, yeah, these junkets or like, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, the whole movie is a, a comic book. Like it's, it's just a straight up comic book. I've never yeah. read the Howard the Duck comics, but I imagine they are too dissimilar from how this is because I've, I've read about them through the years. I'm a, I'm, I'm a fairly big Marvel fan. I've been a Marvel fan for years now, even before the MCU was a thing. And so I had read the history of all the, most all of their. They're different series without even having read those series themselves because they just Mm. weren't widely available where I lived growing up. But I had access to the Marvel encyclopedias and the history of comics and stuff like that. And just knowing what I know about the comic series of Howard the Duck, I don't think his characterization is the same as it is in this movie. But the scenarios they would find themselves in sounded to me just as bizarre as this. Like (laughs) offbeat humor and space aliens and demons and stuff like that. That's an interesting observation, yeah, because <clears throat> movies like
0: Sin City, which were emulating a comic book visually to the nth degree, mm-hmm. you know, is one way. But this is, like, very tonally a comic book. And when you said that, now it makes sense that there's the dialogue that's one... It's all. It's not one-liners, they're one-panelers, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's the sort of shit that you would see someone in a panel saying that, and when you see it on a still page... It just works. But yeah. when you hear it in a movie, it's like, oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. But, uh, but that's, <laughs> that's so, so, so funny. Weird. I'm going to look at this movie a little differently now. Um, that's great. I uh, You know me. I always need to point out some of the smaller ones who just really make a memory to me. And Ooh. half of the time, it's because these are memories from my childhood. So totally the first fine. one who comes up in my mind is I like to call him Baby Doll because I have no idea what the fuck his name is. He's one of the thugs in the beginning who's accosting Beverly at around the 10-minute mark when Howard jumps out and does his quack-foo. And it's just, this is his line that he delivers uh, as he's ready to I hope it's the one I'm thinking of. I think so, as he's ready to try and attack Howard. Jimmy, do you like to see what I see? A talking duck? Yeah, that's it. I've been doing too much toot. (laughs)
1: Shoot, fly away!
0: Yeah, that's okay, Jimmy's his name. There you go. But I've been
1: doing too much toot. I shoo, fly away. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. I was like, what is toot? Uh, he's doing too much Coke or angel
0: dust. <laughs> I, I I'm, mean, guessing. I'm guess,
1: I guess, but it was so that's, funny. that's
0: fantastic. That's fantastic. So I adored that. But this lady is my a number one favorite, and I'll talk about her in just one second.
1: Now, you do know why you were sent to me? My continuing streak of bad luck? (laughs) You've been sent to me because I'm famous for finding jobs for little slackers like you. That's right. They
0: send me all the psycho cases, all the misfits, all the phonies and the fakers who Mm. think that by traipsing in here looking outlandish, they're not going to be able to
1: find work. It's my fault I got a shoplift at the Little Tyke section of Goodwill. I'm
0: not talking about your clothes. I'm talking about your face.
1: Hey.
0: You think that by looking controversial, uh, uh, you're never going to find uh, a job uh, and just go on collecting unemployment and living happy on the public dole. Well, dude, you got another thing coming, because Cora May always places her interviewee. I'm
1: going to find your ass a job. That'll wipe that snarl
0: right off your face. Little whatever you is. I love her. I, like, I love she, that too. Yeah, it's like just such a. She's such a fucking fantastic character. Uh, Cora May, the secretary, played by Virginia Capers. I, it was just something that when I was a kid, like there was a combination of. She just reminded me of my grandma because of the dress she wore,
1: uh-huh. and
0: that the clothing he wore reminded me of the shit I wore when
1: I was a kid. It just was like there's so many oh, la- layers going so on. <laughs> that, but there was that what that weird scene though are. Or... Where she turns around and like bends over and Howard is like leaning forward. He's ready to bite her. bite her. Bite her? I was like, was that what he's gonna do? Yeah. He's it's...
0: trying to bite her ass and then she yeah. sticks the
1: job in his mouth. Yeah. I mean, it was a really funny scene. And I didn't the first time I watched it, it didn't catch that line about getting the, the little tight section at Goodwill because I yeah. kept wondering I kept wondering, where is he getting his clothes? Why does he have all these changes of clothes? It makes sense now. They slipped that line in there and yeah, goodwill. Oh, yeah.
0: And of course, uh, I also have to give some credit to this slime ball.
1: (sighs) Creepy little dude.
0: Hey, shorty. Huh? It's Howard, thank you. And I'm taking a break. Oh, pardon me, Orlonus. But we seem to have a plugged up air jet in number five. And? And? And since Ugh. you are supposed to be the water expert I asked for, you are going to fix it. <laughs> I
1: just He's always a creepy little dude. <laughs> then,
0: I love that. It's such a stupid joke. It's like, since you're the water expert. <laughs> yeah, because he's a duck. <laughs> exactly. It's so
1: stupid. I love it. And, and Howard can't swim. Nope. Nope. <laughs> that seems so good. Oh, uh, What other characters get you? Uh okay, let's see here. Um I really thought this one scene at the beginning was was really funny where Howard is going and are oh, I don't know how or why this happens, but those the weird people who find him sitting on that chair right when he lands on Earth. Like oh yeah, crashes down on Earth, these people like carry him into the bar for some reason. I don't know what their purpose for doing that was. Other than to
0: give it to the guy at the front and say, Hey, they found him a date. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I, it was like a bad joke on their. I, I guess, but then, then it's funny because he apparently gets attached to Howard very quickly because when the bouncer takes him to throw him out, he's like, "Hey, that's my date." Oh yeah, yeah, I know that was really funny. And then the funniest part though is is the bouncer. The bouncer's like, uh, "You're you're a kid. Kids aren't allowed in here." You're like, "Your disguise won't fool me." And then taking someone that he thinks is a child he literally throws them from the building into a garbage can i was like i was like what he thought it was a kid why is he tossing it out like that
0: okay that's actually such a good point that i never ever thought about that hey you can't fool me kid throw you i'm just gonna throw a child that's 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 (laughs) so much fucking funnier than i ever realized anyway that's awesome dan i need to have you watch all my memories Oh, that would be so funny. Probably a little scary. A little bit.
1: (laughs) Love it. So uh, any other characters or is that where we're going? That is pretty much it. I mean, uh, Tim Robbins uh, stood out, of course, just because his his character is one of the main ones. Um, But I mean, it's pretty cut and dry kind of role. Well, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the man of the hour.
0: Not only is he a man ever, he also has a goddamn awesome Everybody. song. I'd like to dedicate this song to our new manager.
1: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at that. Dan's dancing. Yep, everybody's dancing. <laughs> hey, There you go. So No Howard way to God.
0: conceal it. No way to conceal it, because he's a fucking duck. <laughs> so, there you go.
1: I heard, I read somewhere that Leah Thompson sang all those herself. She did.
0: She did all of her own uh, singing in this.
1: Before, yeah. Which um, is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Maybe they said it in Cleveland because of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. Maybe. Or something. I don't know. I
0: guess. But, you know, speaking of
1: that song,
0: I just want to realize that apparently, so that song's Howard's song. Yes, but what's interesting is how he goes the dick around on this piano in her house, and he hits the auto loop button that's already has it already has a beat in it. Yeah, and yet somehow it's he's like it's the song he's been working on.
1: Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> I just hmm. Let's see.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: That's how I feel when I hear it. Yeah. 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 And this is also the preamble to a uh, very strange tinkering with bestiality yeah. sequence. But we'll get to that soon enough. Uh, I know that's why you're all here to listen yeah. to this episode. <laughs> oh, so, uh, well, we'll we're, that's why I'm purposely not avoiding discussing how attractive Leah Thompson is in this film. Okay. <laughs> So we've got our characters squared away. Let's talk about the story, Dan. How was the story for you? I mean, did it make sense? Did it jive? Anything's
1: uh, the story? You- story actually, I I liked it. I liked the story. I would have done a little bit of editing towards the beginning of the movie. I would have. I mean, it was weird, but it, the movie's called Howard the Duck. It's it's going to be weird. Um, there were some um, world building things that I would that I thought were odd, like. Okay, here's going back to what we were talking about at the beginning. If if Howard is from another dimension, an alternate dimension and gets pulled into our dimension, it makes total sense to me. It's it makes it funnier. But the fact that I keep referring that he's from like a different planet or some other from outer space or something, that's where I have issue with the fact that there are so many parallels on his duck world to <laughs> yeah. our world, like almost direct parallels. Like movie posters of duck versions of our movies, like Raider or Raiders of the Lost Ark, and then there's some WC Fields movie poster, or <laughs> the duck world was just so bizarre to me. That's one thing I wanted to talk about. Like, you,
0: like uh like well, I figured that rolling egg. Yes, <laughs> um, rolling
1: egg. I was like, there were so many duck. Oh, yeah. There's tons. breeders
0: of the lost stork. <laughs>
1: yes. Oh my so many things. Oh, and and apparently in this uh duck world, like ducks have Boobs. Oh, see, I was gonna save that for the WTF, but yeah, oh. we can. That's, okay. that's part of it, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if it's an alternate, I mean, they're they're not. Well they acknowledge themselves as ducks from that world. Like his last name is Duck. Like that uh, well, this is, is that's dude, why you can't duck. dig so deep.
0: This is the comic book part because comic books ask right. you to take You're a right. leap of big fucking faith. Oh, absolutely. And just accept because yes, it's absolutely absurd. First of all, let's just talk about the fact that he speaks common English.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> so there's that. And then at the at the and the um ultralight scene or whatever where he's flying like the little airplane. He, he says like Torah, 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 or something. And he like yeah. says that. It's like, how would he know <laughs> that reference? Know, how would he know that?
0: But of course, in his. But he doesn't
1: know what a pizza is.
0: That... What? Yeah, you're right. See, that, that's kind of funny. He's like, what's a pizza? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe, you know, maybe that is kind of like the, the thing. Did you ever see the movie Yesterday? Uh, the one where the guy
1: forgets everybody the forgets the Beatles. I saw it and fell asleep in it on a plane, but, anyways, go ahead.
0: Okay, great. So, this is just then the example. This is a really poor example that I'm gonna give you. So, in that, because part of the deal is the world is relatively the same, but some things are missing, even though it's very similar to the world he knew, mm-hmm. like Twilight or whatever the fuck. Something doesn't exist that's a major property.
1: Okay, so that's uh, that sort of thing. So yeah.
0: it's the same thing here that everything's there, ah. but it's just one of the things that fell through the cracks. I guess that that was a yeah. long way.
1: No, 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 no. I, I like that idea. I, I like that world building idea. Yeah,
0: but I have to say, it's uh, the other film is My Little Chickadee, starring May Nest and W. C. Fowles.
1: Yes, <laughs>
0: but the poster's fantastic because he looks Fowles. just like W. C. Fields except <laughs> yeah. as a duck.
1: <laughs> no, but the story was. I mean, it was fun. It was. It was. And actually, there were a lot of concepts in it that I really liked. I the the pulling a evil spirit from an alternate dimension or from outer space and then like it possessing you is creepy like that's that's just like really disturbing and yeah. um i appreciated that they had that like dichotomy of this like really silly concept of a duck from outer space coming to earth and then there's like really dark like like space horror like um i don't know i like that weird like the economy. I would like to see that more fully explored, um, in some form or fashion. Yeah, um, maybe a little bit uh, a script that's a little bit more cleaned up and consistent, though. But yeah, a little bit,
0: a little bit. It, yeah, because it was a little Lovecraftian at the end with that thing, and then yeah, uh, yeah, this other stuff. I I just want to say as I've been going slow motion in this, the the name of where Howard's from is Duck World, and you oh. see it for a very 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 brief second when you pan when they pan down from the Breeders of the Lost stork movie poster. Mm-hmm. And it flashes on the screen, says coming to duck world this summer. So there you go. So he I lives guess. in duck world.
1: And, and, and later on, when he asked them Beverly where they're from or where he's at, she's like, I guess it's called earth. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I guess it's called earth. You get yeah,
1: okay. But anyways. I like that.
0: They still have five, five, five numbers. Yes. in in his in world duck world yeah which is pretty good and they have weed because apparently howard was
1: a hippie at one point grown weed he must be a, a play duck like a playboy or something on his world <laughs> because the girls were calling him they were sending him postcards well,
0: you know, that was clearly a magnum in his in his universe's oh, world, the condom in his a wallet. Oh, you know what, fuck it, okay, look, the story is wonderful, it's great, it's perfect, let's yeah, move on I... to WTF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, speaking of the condom, it's not that he keeps it in a wrapper, it's like he has a condom that's out of a wrapper, so either he just stores it poorly or it's one he reuses, I don't know. I... <laughs> but given my knowledge of duck anatomy that condom's not going to cut it they have this weird monstrous corkscrew penis that's meant to torture other ducks
1: oh, no way so no way.
0: good thing leia thompson actually didn't get him in the sack cuz she could probably be very hurt
1: oh okay but that was a really that was so funny like she's like sneaking through his wallet his fall he falls asleep his wallet falls to the ground and she kind of gingerly takes his wallet and looks at it and smiles at his family pictures the dollar bills that are like clearly George based Duckington on the, or whatever. Yes, yes, based on the U.S. dollar at the time, and then a uh, Blooming Ducks like a Bloomingdale's credit card. And oh then, yeah, uh, and then the the shocker, and she's like, "Oh, Howard," she pulls yeah. a condom from his wallet. It's like, what? You gonna judge this man? Come
0: on, dude, got to get it. <laughs> hey, he's practicing safe. Sex. He's practicing safe mallard. Yeah, he has a it, mallard card. Blooming ducks. Yep.
1: That was, that was that was like a big WTF moment because that was when I knew it was going there. I was like, what? What? No.
0: Well, this is also interesting too because now and when you look at the dollar and you slow that down, I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong. But it says at the top, it says the United States of Anatide. A-N-A-T-I-D-A-E. Anatide?
1: Anatide. Huh.
0: Or that's Anatidia? I don't know. Anatidi? I don't know. Anat- Maybe that's
1: the a country on Duck World that, that Howard's from. Yeah. And then there's
0: his condom and...
1: Howard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Why'd she sound like a mother at that point? I when know. You, just take, you take that out of context and that's what sounds
1: like, <laughs> Howard! <laughs> you know what is what is so interesting about this? Like She was like smitten with him as soon as, soon as she brought him home like it's like the like, white
0: knight syndrome i guess it's because like, he like yeah. he, he saved her so then all of a sudden she's beholden to this alien right. but it's like how she quickly she gets on board it's like she got on board so much faster than april o'neill ever did with a bunch of fucking mutant yes! turtles yeah um that that's so weird you know
1: uh well <laughs> maybe she was like she's gone out with a bunch of deadbeats all her life maybe she needed a good duck to come along <laughs>
0: Brother. <laughs> well, since you said that, oh. I oh. now have to play the audio to my favorite cringe sequence in the history of
1: film. can't seem to find the right man. Maybe it's not a man you should be looking for. Ah. You think I might find happiness in the animal kingdom, Ducky? Like they say, Dal. Love's strange. We could always give it a try. Hmm. Okay. Let's go for it, Mr. Macho. What do you mean? Okay, it was a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, <gasps> I'm pretty tired. It's just that you're so incredibly soft and cuddly. Beth, let's be realistic. I mean, my apartment's zillions of miles from here. <gasps> you're three feet taller than I am. Huh? Oh, oh, I just can't resist your intense animal magnetism uh-huh. Whoops Anyway, where will it all lead marriage kids a house in the suburbs? Let's just face it. It's fate. No, it's not
0: <sighs>
1: I've got a headache and I got the aspirin <gasps> <gasps> Be gentle just one good night kiss, sweet ducky. <laughs> Come on, Howard. I was just kidding.
0: Consent, lady. Consent. <laughs> Be gentle. And then the best line of reaction.
1: Yeah. They're kissing. Because. It's like peck on the bill. <laughs> In silhouette. <gasps> ah.
0: Ah. ah! My god. This relationship, it. Defies all the laws of nature. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was a long clip, but it was worth it.
1: It was worth oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah. If
0: that doesn't make
1: Dude, you it, wanna if that doesn't sell the picture. Yeah, if you, that doesn't
0: sell the picture. <laughs> what do you call that act? The I aristocrats. You know? <laughs> if that doesn't sell it, I don't know what will. <laughs> um Dude, she just oh, keeps man. trying which is the funniest thing it's, it's like oh man i mean talk look in any other movie where someone is playfully seducing someone else as a joke it's over far sooner than this
1: oh yeah they they dragged this out
0: yeah there was like three or four sensual beats in this
1: <laughs> they, they could have ended it at they could have yes, like transitioned exactly. and it was like it's it's still going, <laughs> and the only
0: reason that it didn't go further is because it's a PG rating. Otherwise, she would have taken her shirt off. So.
1: Gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! But you weren't kidding. Like, she looked really good in this movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is this this movie because I also saw Back to the Future. Yeah, back yeah. then, and but this movie because she, you know she's doing this this infamous scene in her nighttime wear. Yeah, as a young boy. It made me very confused about what was happening in my body.
1: (laughs) She just wanted to watch David Letterman with Howard. It just
0: made me very confused.
1: And yes, she just wanted to watch TV with Ducky. Yeah, with Ducky. With, by the way, he's wearing duck pajamas. His pajamas have ducks on them. I didn't even notice that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like, You know what I was thinking when I was watching this? I was thinking how... If Howard were to come across an actual Earth duck in this movie, how horrifying and like that would be for him to see like this monstrosity, this like, this like (laughs) deformed, malformed from his perspective, duck on the Earth waddling around. Yeah, this ancient proto duck where it's it's like, like, oh, you
0: you you can't touch anything, you can't pick things up, you don't
1: drink beer. (laughs) Yeah, it's so probably grotesque, like body horror for him for a duck, (laughs) and like it's like a. it, it, can you imagine if we were, if humans went to, I mean, actually that, that even begs the question, why is he not absolutely terrified of the the hairless apes? He keeps calling them <laughs> humless, hairless apes. Like, do they not have any similar human on, is this the first time he's seen a human?
0: I think so. I think that's one of the times where you're just not supposed to ask questions. You're right. Okay. Good point. And uh, also he's a master of quack He's not scared of shit. Oh yeah. The quack
1: foo. That was really funny, actually. I I do love
0: how he just happens to, when he's just talking about the ducks and stuff, how he just happens to see this litany of (laughs) duck-related violence on TV. Yes. Daffy Duck, you know, splatting into a rock to this fucking hunter. But
1: if every hunter can blast 15 of those... From the sky. <laughs> I love that they like did that. They beeped out what he was saying, like yeah. on a news broadcast. Perfect. <laughs> okay, going back to the to the seduction scene. Oh yes. When you take into account the all the events of that night, it's a it's the longest night ever. They he goes to their band to see them play at a bar, he gets True. them out of their contract, he goes back to her place that night because he has no place to crash they do that little seduction scene they get crashed by her friend the the scientists and his friends and then they explain where howard came from and how he got to earth and then they say we can send you back we're setting it up right now so they get in a van they drive that same night to the lab they go from the lab after everything goes to pot there um they're running away in a car the police come they run away in a car Oh, they get to the um, diner that time, too. They go too. to the diner. The diner's packed of people, even though this is way after Letterman's been on. I don't know what <laughs> time of day it is now. And now all you hell breaks loose at the diner. Like, it was a lot. That's a long. Lot I'm things. guessing it
0: goes overnight and that this is just a huge crowd of people that go to diners at four in the morning. <laughs> I'm guessing.
1: Um, yeah. I, I I love the diner scene the diner scene is so weird it's like that girl who comes and takes their order she was like at first and later on when the police are at, talking to her she's like you know i it after i remembered halloween's a month away so she's <laughs> like, right she thought it was a little boy in a costume um <laughs> i don't know that whole thing
0: i i have to say so when jennings steals the truck yeah and the, the drives away truck, right the, the big semi-truck, yeah. yeah that, the, the whole diner sequence is about 12 to 13 minutes. So wow. that's a big chunk of this movie. this That entire centerpiece of this movie is in this diner.
1: Yeah, that's so great. But
0: uh I guess that's, I don't know. That's, uh, that's part of the weird pacing about it. That's a WTF right. right there. It's like you have this giant action piece in the center, then this giant special effects action piece at the end, and then you have random car chases sort of on either end
1: Yeah, it's like yeah. it
0: becomes this uh, weird adventure movie once the guys show up
1: once they yeah. show up then the movie becomes another movie you're right, that's exactly how it felt it felt a bit disjointed
0: yeah, it's a character piece of all this crazy shit with these weird characters uh, including uh, these uh, these goofy dudes I
1: love you! Woo!
0: I love you! alright
1: here, Beverly, I'm yours after the show, alright Here's the money for the girl. I'll make sure they get it. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. When? When? When Bodacious Beverly stops holding out on me.
0: Oh, wow. Low life. So literally, it is two movies. One of them is... They're both short films. I guess right. one of them is a 49 minute short film, and then the other one is an hour long action extravaganza. You
1: know what? Actually, when you put it like that, it's almost like you're reading two different arcs of the comic book. The oh, first that's one probably is what the, they did. I like The you. first one is like his introduction to Earth, his acceptance by Beverly and new friends, and then it transitions to like the second arc where a demon possesses a scientist. That- <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no that the pacing is the biggest the biggest hang up with the story for sure like and the the bizarre because i mean all these like little vignettes that happen with with howard at the beginning like he goes to the the job agency place or whatever and then it has that little scene with the uh the lady there and then it transitions to him at this like weird sleazy uh spa wherever oh, yeah like the, it's like, like a
0: brothel essentially yeah. yeah
1: that's what i thought you got a job at a brothel
0: <laughs> yeah i love that yeah that's what uh cora may gave him was a job yes. as a as a pool boy at a hooker hooker
1: den <laughs> but it had all these like little weird things that were just kind of happening um and then it got to the action of the movie like the actual true they, they could have done a little build up to that earlier on shown what the scientists were working on a bit um Yeah,
0: anyway. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of fun. You know, I do, I do remember as a kid watching this. That it was kind of interesting to see that video, the beta-taped exposition, and it was just because of, I think it was. You know what? It's, a, it's just again problematic as he is. Jeffrey Jones is amazing, and the fact that that, that whole speech and seeing the, the the feather fall down and all that. It was like I was like, oh my god! It just caught my imagination as a kid, and it still worked to this day it, it does it does we have something very important to talk about that you actually uh, mentioned earlier but we want to hold on duck nipples oh my gosh we have not one set but two sets of duck nipples that we're treated to all within the very first like f- fucking five minutes of this movie there, there are topless scenes in this movie Topless duck scenes, and one of them is gratuitous. She's just oh, in the yeah. bathtub, and she's you know sitting <laughs> there singing and drinking her martini, and we get two <laughs> shots of duck boob, uh, in, in addition to the play duck spread that we. Uh, we
1: yes, yeah, the play duck. Who would they? Who would they interview in this issue? <laughs> Howard says, is he, um, well, "Let's um, let's see. Uh, Who would they interview this month?" <laughs> The way he says that mm-hmm. my little airbrushed beauty
0: <laughs> my little airbrushed beauty
1: <laughs> it's so bizarre like the the parallels between duck world and earth it is uh, like the
0: i i've never saw a clear label for the beer he drinks it's obviously budweiser but i want to know yeah. if it's like called you know, Duckweiser or something. Or... Yeah,
1: but then you know when Beverly gives him one later on, he's like, This is huge. Yeah, he's
0: like, ah, tall Brewski. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it looks just like what he always has. That's true. Yeah. It's so wonderful, so yeah. wonderfully strange. Any any other major WTFs?
1: Um, on uh, I have I have mentioned some already. Oh, I, I thought it was so funny how the computer like the guy, the demon possessed guy, goes up to the computer who's like directing the laser up into, um, he's gonna aim it at like his, where he came from or something to bring other other demons down. And the computer just like targets the nexus of somnus. It just like yeah. does it, it's like targeting it's like, the nexus of somnus. <laughs> like it was pre programmed in or yeah, something. It's just
0: like, it's almost like when you open a, a closed. Google, you know, a Chrome page is like, would you like to restore your previous tab? Yes. Like, hello, Doctor Jennings. Would you like to restore your previous target Nexus of whatever the fuck it's yeah. called? Yeah.
1: Somnus. I wrote. Yeah, that was like a, a weird moment. I was just like, wow, that computer—it just automatically remembered that it was called that. Um, I I just saw a
0: WTF that I could share, uh, as I was going to look for the particular type of beer he would have. Yeah. I'm taking a look inside of his fridge, and I just discovered something fucking horrifying. Eggs. Howard, a duck, has a box of Tyson brand fried chicken. No. Those are so close. It's like eating another species that's related within your genus, yeah. right? Or something. I mean, it's, but he eats fried chicken. Oh,
1: wow. He eats another bird. And it's Tyson brand. It says
0: a Tyson, yeah, it's Tyson brand.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! I thought you were gonna say they are eggs. He has a plate of frogs in there too. Oh okay. Yeah. I guess like.
0: Yeah, like they're they're obviously very fake and rubbery frogs, just uh-huh, sort of sitting uh-huh. there like toys you'd get from a from a quarter machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the the shot only lasts all of like you know shit two seconds, but my god, I just saw the Tyson chicken.
1: And that's, that's such a dark, dark detail. Yeah, not. I don't That makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they address the egg thing later on in the movie. They do in the diner when when the person when the waitress drops like a plate of eggs. You, you ordered the special, and he's like gro- grossed out. He's like, yeah. No, he's whoa. Like, yeah. <laughs>
0: what's uh, what's round or what's oval and reminds me of my childhood every time I see it or something yes. like that. Yes.
1: I thought it was really funny how, when Leah Thompson was tied up underneath the laser and, and uh, Demon possessed Dr. Jennings to start stomping towards um, Howard and, and uh, what's his name, Philzy? Yeah, um, Phil. yeah, Philzy. Yeah, yep. They uh, uh, Beverly yells, "Watch out, Howard, he's in a bad mood!" <laughs> <laughs> You're in big trouble now. Yeah, shut up) <laughs> <laughs>
0: dude okay so he's gone full yosemite sam at this yeah. point he's got this monstrously huge mustache which it's it's he he's he looks like a dragon ball z character with his yes, big bristly mustache and his his
1: light socket hair yes. it is fantastic oh speaking of light socket wtf moment here when he's like i need more power oh. and then he like takes the the cigarette lighter out of the truck's dashboard and then like that weird like tongue the tentacle thing. tongue yeah tentacle tongue thing comes out and like plugs into it and and Beverly's <laughs> just sitting there going ah <laughs> like, what is going on? Oh, yeah my. that was
0: another terrifying thing to see as a child too
1: oh i but, oh my god you probably were scared of truckers
0: oh i I was always <laughs> yeah it was terrifying
1: <laughs> no but but everything that, that 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 character did at the last half of the movie was just so entertaining to watch. Yeah. Like spitting out acid randomly in one part where he got hit in the face or something, like turns to the side and spits, and like the acid burns on the concrete floor of the lab. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> it was just so bizarre. All the effects too were just so fun to watch. I love that era and that style of effect with the, the lighting effects and everything, and yeah, shooting out like electricity and um yeah, that that is <laughs> this a sign of this, the era.
0: This clip I'm gonna play is also right after Phil puts himself in harm's way to save Howard with that radio dish and takes the full brunt of the shockwave. And then Howard's trying to figure out how to move it. And then Phil does a very cartoony slash comic booky thing where he sits up very rigid and in a strange voice with his smoking hair, gives him some advice. And I remember as a kid, I didn't imagine it was funny. It was like this, so it was like, it was terrifying to see because it was just so like, what is, what's wrong with him? Yeah.
1: This yeah. part right here. Filsey, you saved my life. Are you all right? Terrific, Howard. It still won't start. Try the seatbelt, Howard. Seatbelt? <sighs> <laughs>
0: it was terrifying, terrifying.
1: That stood out to me too. There were so many times I thought that, that, um, did anyone actually die in this movie? No. I don't
0: think so. I don't think, oh, so. I don't think die. anybody dies in this movie. Uh, I right. uh no, I think everybody ends up like even when I thought I was thinking that too when I was watching how everybody left the diner for example when all shit was yeah. going loose and yeah. then the trucker guy who was causing all the fight in the beginning was like passed out on the ground, right? They took the code key from his yeah. pocket. Mm-hmm. Well, if you watch very carefully when everybody's running out of the restaurant, he's one of the people running Wow. What
1: about so the? So spontaneous, he spontaneously must have
0: got up and left. And that's a point, I guess, either by mistake or on purpose to show that no, nobody died.
1: Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I I, I just, I just, because I thought for sure, oh, Dr. Jennings, he even said he was dead. He's like, oh, I'm dead already. And then the full possession came on. And I thought, oh, wow. Okay. So so it's just like the shell of his body being possessed by this demon which is grotesque in and of itself but then like the evil gets knocked out of him by this laser and he looks totally back to normal he's just like the evil's <laughs> left me and he looks normal again but um yeah okay, and his okay.
0: uh his mustache shrank back down
1: yes yeah it went back to his old color his hair no. wasn't white anymore
0: um, I like the old mustache I like the new mustache better myself yeah I know <laughs> <laughs> so wow any uh you said you have more notes do you have any other uh interesting wtfs you'd like to point out before we render our verdict
1: um that the the ultralight or whatever that is that little plane that was really kind of a a a, another fun sequence that was like prolonged a bit too too much oh that is such
0: a long sequence but you know you gotta attack the duck hunters and uh
1: oh yeah they had to pay off the duck hunt earlier on when they announced that duck hunting season was now allowing you to shoot twice the amount of ducks (laughs) they had to throw the duck hunters in there totally um yeah that was a little a nice little gag and then um i don't know i it was it was really kind of cool that they that they did that um it made me want to get one of those uh, little planes and fly it around. Uh, in, in Florida, we used to see people fly those around sometimes. Pretty cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's like a go kart with wings.
0: That's pretty dope. I think that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. It would be fun. And you wouldn't be in this kind of mood.
1: Wow. These Washington guys take a real beating on these junkets. That's the part. <laughs> These Washington guys take a real beating on these junkets. <laughs> he just like looks at him and and just spews out like this nonsense. And it's funny
0: because these those are all jokes that children will not get. So they clearly put that shit in for the adults who are bringing oh, yeah. their kids to see a fucking oh, yeah. talking duck. So. I mean, and, and and duck boobs too. I mean, and duck just... boobs, yes. <laughs> Uh, it took me years to realize that what that was. So
1: I mean, I mean, it's not, it's not, I mean, ducks are not mammals. They don't even have, they don't even have that,
0: that, that they don't have the nipples. That's correct. No. But that's maybe what duck world is different. So by merit, maybe in duck world, they don't have the weird corkscrew penis. They actually have a regular schlong. There you go. So maybe. there you go.
1: That's why um, there are ducks with sex appeal. Because yes. why would sex even be appealing if you had a corkscrew for a cock? That's right. <laughs> Valid point. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to give us a
0: little underscore here because we need to figure out if uh, how saucy this movie is. So let me uh, kick this off. Ain't no time how saucy was this film, Mr. Moore? To you?
1: Uh, this is is really tough. I had I really enjoyed watching this. Of all the movies that I've watched in this podcast, this is by far the most entertaining. Oh! And... And... i is more entertaining
0: 2. than Hobo with a Shotgun or Troll 2
1: or yep. Final Flesh. Final Flesh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but more entertaining than Trolls 2. Even though I, I really enjoyed Trolls 2. That was a lot of fun. This one, I don't know what it was. I just... I don't know. I just I think it's because, like I said earlier, it's actually a studio picture, and you can yeah. tell, and that does make a difference. But um, okay, if I if I give it a, a sauce rating, subversive sauce rating, um, that's tough because I it doesn't it, it. I guess it subverted my expectation in in the way that I thought it was going to be worse than it, it ended up being. And, <laughs> um, but I definitely know that it didn't live up to the expectations of the studio. Um, <laughs> by far, uh, I'm gonna give it a, a, a 10. I want to say 10. Oh, you're going
0: for a 10. I'm going I for a 10.
1: It. I love it. I love it. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna go with a
0: 10 because I love it. <laughs> and it's uh, one of my favorites. So, uh, fuck that because, yeah.
1: And I would love to see them do a How Is It Done?
0: Oh, yeah. But do it and, right. And I want this song in there, of course. Oh, absolutely. He's doing his. You know it it's funny? Howard is dressed practically like Marty McFly. I thought of Marty McFly when he was doing the, the high school dance music. He even does like the, almost the same moves. He's almost using the same guitar too. Yeah. Yeah. That Indian that gave me. Yes.
1: Yeah. The, the ending gave me um, Bill and Ted vibes. Yeah. I had like that. the ending to Bill and Ted. this was great yeah
0: it was good oh man well howard the duck it is awesome i we could honestly go for much longer because there's a lot of minutiae here there's a lot of lore around the movie and it's uh, yeah all that all
1: that stuff interests me so much you're right
0: it's it's fascinating. Uh, so good news. You want to get it right now. You can do that on Amazon Prime. You can rent or buy it. Mm-hmm. And you can also get it on DVD because why not? Maybe on the DVD, those special effects will look a little bit sassier because you're rocking that standard definition. Yeah. So <laughs> check that out. I'm um, guessing, Dan, would you like them to go to uh, JustOneThingPodcast.com?
1: Yeah, you can go to the just one Thing and check out some old episodes of podcasts I used to work on. A couple of podcasts I used to work on. Um, yeah. Cool. A- and on Spotify. Oh <laughs> <No>. <laughs> don't worry, I'm there too. All
0: right. <laughs> I need the clicks. <laughs> okay. That's good times. Anything else you want to share before we uh, wrap it up and I let you run off until the sunset?
1: Uh, no, I'm I've nothing to share right now, but I've okay. I've got some ideas in the works as usual for the past all right. six years.
0: <laughs> there you go, exactly. <laughs>
1: so you will be seeing Dan again back towards
0: the end of the season, towards the end of May for our special Memorial Day episode oh. for VFW, a all around fun, super violent movie. Sounds about- very patriotic guys in a vfw post
1: so you're gonna have so much fun with that dan no i i cannot i i don't know if i cannot wait or not but i i'm sure i'm gonna have a lot to say about it
0: oh yes you will yes you will so make sure you come back to check out dan again if you like what he has to say of course you do we all do if you like what you've heard make sure you tell your friends and check out howard the duck it is awesome and until next time dan thank you again for coming thank you ah stay subversive if you enjoyed the show, make sure you leave us a review and a five-star rating at your preferred podcast provider. Tell a friend so they can check it out, too. And follow us on Instagram at subversive underscore cinema for more content. Subversive